The Ghost Pirates are packing them in at M-Market Arena. The first three home games have seen capacity crowds, and there are a few tickets available for this weekend's two-game homestand. Peter Luco, chairman of the group that manages M-Market Arena, talks about the facility and how it enhances the fan experience on this episode of the Commute Podcast. Good day, Savannah, from all of us here at savannahnow.com. This is the Commute Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Van Brimmer, opinion columnist and a deputy editor at Savannah Morning News. Today is Tuesday, November the 15th. On today's episode, Peter Luco says watching the Savannah Ghost Pirates at M Market Arena is really the experience of a National Hockey League game, but in a smaller capacity arena. Luco should know, as a longtime NHL executive and the chairman of OVG 360, a division of Oakview Group, which manages and operates M Market Arena and more than 200 properties across North America, including the homes of NHL teams such as New York Islanders, the Seattle Kraken, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Coyotes. Luco spoke with sports writer Nathan Dominance about the fan experience at Ghost Pirates Games. That interview is coming right up, right after a word about our favorite office design firm, National Office Systems. National Office Systems is the commute's presenting sponsor. And as I've been telling you for a while now, we here at the Savannah Morning News are planning an office move. We actually started looking at listings last week, so it's becoming more and more real. Once we settle on an address, our next call is to Scott Center and his team at National Office Systems. They've been helping Savannah businesses with their office needs since the 1980s. National Office Systems offers more than 200 product lines, including a new collaboration from two of the office furniture industry's leaders, Herma Miller and Knoll, also known as Miller Knoll. If your office space needs a refresh, National Office Systems can help. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. One more time, that's www.natoffsys.com. Now, here's Nathan Dominance's conversation with Peter Luco. First off, I guess I need to confirm, since I wasn't lucky enough to be there on Saturday night, were you at the Ghost Pirates debut at home? Yes, I was. It was yeah. great. I saw you on TV, so I think I thought that was you. Um, yeah. What... Uh, well, overall, I got a bunch of questions, but overall, what was your general uh, perception of uh, the night at the uh, at Enmark Arena? What would you think? It was outside, outstanding. The building was electric. Uh, the fans were loud. Uh, the Ghost Pirates staff did a great job with their game presentation. And, um, they had, our, uh, I'm sorry, uh, green glow sticks and... Uh, you know, obviously a big win, exciting game. So it was, a, it was, a, the building was was very electric, and and it's certainly, you know, you could see that people were having a great time. Yeah. Are there? Um, and and you you I guess you better like neon green and black as your colors because you're gonna yeah, see right. a lot of it. Um, exactly. What? Um, the, go ahead. The, the lines at the merch store were incredibly and they, they snaked uh, around the concourse so people were they loved the merchandise and they were buying an awful lot of it mm-hmm. when um when you go to a game like that a home debut i guess there's there's maybe two ways to look at it or maybe at the same time one is as an executive attached to the whole project and also you want to see the the event through the eyes of a fan am i am i correct in that yeah absolutely uh you, you, you know, you, you know, how was the experience coming into the game? How was the experience on the concourses? How would, you know, 
obviously how was your food and beverage received, which, um, you know, our, our numbers were beyond our expectations. Uh, and and just, just gauging the fan experience and how they react to the game and to the game presentation. So the organization, you know, first of all, the, the hockey ops folks took care of uh, play on the ice, which was fantastic. Yeah. And, and then the, the business folks did a great job with the in-game presentation. It was very well done. Mm-hmm. Is, is there kind, do you have kind of a, a personal litmus test? Like you go, well, um, I know there's some major areas like parking and uh, entry points and concession stands and restrooms and other things that are kind of make or break. But do you have kind of your own personal like litmus test? Like I know if the, the beer is cold or the, you know, whatever <laughs> that you look for, maybe a, a hockey, like if you see there's too much slush on the ice or something, I, I don't want to give you ideas. So what, what yeah. do you have a, a little thing and a big thing that you look for and you say, okay, we got this, we, we did this right. I, I think it is. It's from the experience coming into the building. How were they greeted? You know, were, were they able to get the food and beverage that they desired, which which the fans were? And most importantly, you know, how did they receive the sport and the team? You know, it's the, you know, hockey has not been professional hockey's not been Savannah for a period of time, and 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 how does it relate to the, to the team being the fans' team? And you. That they were, they were very, very much into the fact that this is now Savannah's hockey team, and you know they were, they were, they, they were booing penalties against the team. They were, they were cheering obviously for goals and big hits, and um, it, it was fun to watch. That the attentiveness of the crowd was was really impressive. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess I'm I'm asking like in another way. Is there a white glove test where you, that's probably oh, not a technical always, term. Always, you know, how are, how are the lines, how is the parking, you know, at food and beverage, uh, you know, how was how the circulation in the facility, mm-hmm. people able to get around and experience the facility, um, was our staff being friendly enough, which, which we believe they were, it was a great experience, um, and and the merchandise was incredible. So, mm, wow. but then also from a hockey ops, we'll always want to talk to the coaching staff after the game and discuss, you know, ice conditions. Um, are there any of the, you know, any of the glass areas where there's some funny bounces, which I didn't see, and the coaches didn't, didn't mm, see. Interesting. I hadn't uh, thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sometimes, yeah, especially in in your first game, you know, maybe maybe there's some rough edges or so like we didn't seem to see any of that um you know obviously that with the officials happy and the off-ice officials their ability to to do the game and that was very good the commissioner ryan creelan was here for oh he was okay and he said this was one of the best openers he's ever seen which was a good litmus test yeah the um and and it's probably not technically crucial that the home team wins, but the uh, and I'm sure the Greenville Swamp Rabbits tried their best to prevent that. But um, it was a pretty decisive win. How much momentum is from that rather than somebody like said, you know, uh, say it was flipped around, uh, you know, we well we thought everything was great, but the team really sucked, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the the home opener in a new 
facility, new arena, is tough on the home team. Yeah. Uh, you know, your players can almost get overamped. Um, you know, try too hard too early, be running around trying to make things happen, not sticking to their systems. Uh, hmm. It's it's frankly it's it's hard to win in your home opener. So I've got to say that Rick Bennett and the players certainly came prepared to play and had a plan and, and executed that plan and looked very good on the ice. Mm-hmm. What the um, you've seen the building from start to finish. Um, is the building finished? I should ask that before I assume anything. Is the building yeah. done? Did they get every last nail nailed in the, the wall? Yeah, well, you know, we'll always be making adjustments, that's for sure. But, you know, from the from the physical structure inside, it, it, it is complete. Um, as you see, there's still some, some landscaping and some other work going on on the outside of the business that doesn't really affect the fan experience. But, yeah, it's... It's good to go, but again, like I say, we're always we're always making adjustments. We're always looking for either new product or, or make some facet of the facility, facility better. Mm-hmm. So, um, you you made it. I assume you toured the place inside and out, the locker rooms, the. Um, well, I think when we talked a couple of Mays ago, I think it was we talked about the undisclosed location of where the referees are, the, the yeah. game officials. Is it in a, is it in a bunker behind an unmarked door kind of thing? No. <laughs> No, we have an officials room, so if we do want to get to them, we can. <laughs> only, only a select few high clearance knows where they are, right? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> you don't, you don't tell the guy selling hot dogs where they are. No, we don't. <laughs> okay. No. Did um, did you hear any kind of uh, complaint about anything uh, from maybe one of the uh, a parking spot was a little too far away to somebody's liking, or maybe there was. Um, maybe some a sign that was pointed the wrong way or I don't know I'm just was there anything that you guys like had to smooth over uh, in the midnight hour nothing nothing of any major consequence I'm I'm sure our staff I'm sure they're regrouping and there's some things that we'd like to do better um, and maybe there's other ways we will want to position food and beverage or the like but mm-hmm. uh, not, nothing of any significance. I, I didn't hear of anything, but I'm, I'm sure there's there's always going to be tweaks and things we need to do better. You know, obviously the the, the um, merchandise store was overwhelmed. Yeah, uh, yeah, with people wanting to buy. So, and I know they sold out a number of items. So I know they'll be restocking and retooling and getting ready for the next game. Do they have a, a, a retail store that's? from the outside where you wouldn't have to buy a ticket to get in to, to have access? Is there any retail merchandise either at the facility at, you know, at end market arena or in another, uh, like a, a shopping mall where people can get the merchandise or, or obviously online? Um, yeah, I, I think they're mostly, mostly online. And, and I don't, I don't, I don't think they've opened up another store. Okay. okay. Well, actually speaking of, um, ancillary uh, facilities uh, since I have you on the phone and I think you might have mentioned it on TV looking in the future I guess one of the unless I'm wrong one of the, the future projects would be to to build a, a practice rink somewhere that also could be um, used for uh, recreation hockey leagues or figure skating or, or per, you know personal lessons or whatever do we have any uh, comment about the status of how that's going I listen from a team standpoint. I, I know that Andy Kaufman and Kaufman and Bob Robolo are working on hard and are, have 
have plans to build a practice facility, and, and, and they're working on that at this point. Mm-hmm. Is that? And I guess can you explain how necessary that is? Because the because end market arena's duty is to um, to have something going on every day, and and they don't build the schedule of events around practice necessarily. Now, if there's nothing going on, I guess they would be able to schedule practice. But is the idea yeah. you need it? You need it's not just a request. You do need a practice yeah, long, facility. Long term, they need a permanent practice facility. Um, at, at, you know, presently they're they're practicing at the Civic Center, yeah, which has remained open. But but and I, and I think it's a it's a it's a great business opportunity. You know, when they, the team itself needs a practice facility, um, their ice is normally you know earlier in the morning, which really gives an opportunity to build a facility. You can begin to have you know programs where. Kids can learn to skate, learn to play hockey. They can figure skate. You can start, you know, youth leagues. You can have adult hockey at night. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we feel there's a real need. I know the team and ourselves gets a number of calls of people that are interested in playing, but currently there are facilities. So yeah. I, I think that's you're going to see hockey really grow in the marketplace and, and facilities getting built. And that's what that's when you can bring in a, a team of this quality in this league. It, it can real, really be a push to, to really grow hockey in the marketplace. Pardon the interruption, Adam here again. We'll return to the discussion with Peter Luco in a moment. In the meantime, I want to encourage you to sign up for the Savannah Town Square Opinion Newsletter. It publishes every Tuesday and features everything you need to know to dominate the water cooler conversation at work. And you don't have to subscribe to the Savannah Morning News or savannahnow.com to get the Savannah Town Square newsletter. So there's no excuses. A newsletter is free. Visit savannahnow.com slash newsletters to sign up. One more time, that's savannahnow.com slash newsletters. You'll see uh, you know, a half dozen to ten newsletters on there. You can click on them all. We'd love to send you all of them. But you also find on there Savannah Town Square. If that's the only one you want, just click on that and it'll start arriving in your inbox. That's all for that. Now back to the Ghost Pirates talk. The last time I looked, your son was coaching the, the Icemen, Jacksonville. Right? Yep, 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 he's there. So, so uh, you, be- yes, yeah, so <laughs> you got, uh, well, you have different allegiances. So obviously your, your, uh, your allegiance to your son, uh, is bigger than your allegiance to Savannah in it by any means. But did you tell him how nice it was in Savannah and tell him to come on over? Yeah, I did, <laughs> I did tell him it was great, but he was so busy coaching. You know, he's he's on. He's just worried about what's going on the ice. His yeah. Place. They yeah. Play, they play on the 18th. So, yeah. And I'll be there on November 18th. They play yeah. Jacksonville. So. Yeah. That's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's weird to me, uh, being around sports and have ownership that has two teams in the same league, the same division, even. Yeah, that's good to me, too. I know. I, I, I'm still trying to get used to it. Obviously, they, they can't trade, or or can they trade with it, with each other? They can't trade with no, each other. No, no. And I think the way you deal with it is they have, they have you know, separate hockey operations department. Yeah. And obviously, it's different. You know, the Jacksonville's the Rangers. These guys are the, you know, they yeah. Knights. They're pretty independent on the hockey side, and I think that's what keeps it competitive. Okay. Isn't I, I I was seeing I was watching the um, the Ghost Pirates um, 
they have a, a local TV show on Sunday night. So, so I was doing my due diligence and watching it last night. And one of the guys that came across the screen was Brett, Brent Peterson with a D, Peterson with a D, P E D E R S O N. The only Peterson I know, because I'm not in Scandinavia very often, was uh, Al Peterson, who played a long time in the NHL. And like I said, he was on um, he he was on the defensive line with Ray Bork with the Bruins. So was his name Brent Peterson? I I think so. Yeah, I'm going to look it up online. I think I re- yeah I recall him. Let me see. It could be just a coincidence. I mean, you know, yeah, it's was, like it's like this, Campbell's in hockey. They're all over. This kid, he was born in uh, Arthur, Ontario. Oh. You never know. Yeah, it, 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 it's not that uncommon a name, especially in hockey. So I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But I just thought that would have been a funny thing since one of the, uh, one of the other Pensacola Ice Pilots' uh, sons... Uh, one of the the couples that I knew that got married and they had a kid, and 21 years later he's playing baseball for Georgia Southern. So that yeah. that was uh, uh, Kelly Holtgren's son. I think his name is Kyler. I didn't I didn't get the chance to talk to him and say, "Hey, I used to cover your dad back when he was dating your mom." <laughs> 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 you know, but it, it worked out. It worked out. You know. So I'm I'm getting to that I'm I'm way past that age where I'm, I'm not only interviewing the sons I'm now interviewing the uh, the maybe the grandsons I don't know. Oh, uh, we're, we're all there. Now. <laughs> well, uh, are you still? Do you still have the affiliation with the NHL? Was it the Panthers? Yeah, yeah, I'm still involved. Are you on the board of directors? or You have a different title. Yeah, I'm just I'm uh, I'm still part of the group as executive chairman. Yeah. Nice. Okay, you're a busy nice. man. I I appreciate. I appreciate you uh, you making time for me again, and uh, I hope uh, to see you at the at the rink one of these days. All right, sounds like a deal. Thanks, Peter. All right, man. That's all for this edition of the Commute Podcast. Thanks one last time to our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. Before I sign off, remember that we publish new Commute episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Whatever your interests, you will find interviews of interest in our archives. Search The Commute with that Savannah Opinion on your favorite podcast app. The Commute returns on Thursday when Do Savannah editor Zach Dennis discusses the 2023 Savannah Music Festival lineup, which is due for release Thursday morning. We'll talk to you then. Mm-hmm.